This is Hers and Hers and His, a Threes Company podcast. I'm Tucker. I'm Matteo. And I'm Jinx. It's insane. It's insane. And you know what? Our you know our, our dear uh, friend of the podcast, Leo Cardoza. You guys, uh-huh. you guys oh, yeah. all know him. Just everyone else, pretend you know that guy. Um, he knows everything about animal sex, like about oh. different animals and their genitalia and how they have sex. It's so weird that oh, he knows it, it. like yeah. slugs and things. Huh? I, the what? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Everyone's got a thing that they're good at. And uh, <laughs> I'm double jointed in my thumb. Really? Look at that. I you can't see that? that. I can't see it. Uh, oh, you there. can't? So oh. On, there it is. Isn't that Click weird? clack. Oh, yeah. 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 Wow. Do I do that? Nothing grosses me out more than other species doing it. But yeah. hey. Well, good for them for doing it. Love them for doing it. I love Leo for knowing all about it. Keep it up, everybody. Look out for his new podcast, How They Fuck with yeah, Leo Cardoza. Leo Cardoza. That's, <laughs> that's a great one. Yeah, he should do that. Um, he should do it. But that's not why we're here. That's not um, why we're here. Last week, you might remember. Uh-oh. Last week, here we go. you made a guess about season two, episode 11, Janet's High School Sweetheart. Janet's High School Sweetheart. Oh. What would it be about? What did what who what did Miss Matilda say? Wait, Miss Madam Madam Matilda. <laughs> well, first of all, we were all wondering who is going to play Janet's high school sweetheart. We were really we had high hopes, right? To be someone. Oh, this week's Paddykins, just not a Cromwell. very a very interesting, not a Cromwell at all. A very no. interesting short acting career. Uh, oh, by this week's patty cans, but but we will get okay, there. We will yeah. get there. Okay, okay. Um, so you said Jack surfaces some heretofore unknown feelings of jealousy when high school sweetheart shows up, and and we mm-hmm. also had does he go for Chrissy? Oh, okay, okay. Uh-huh. okay. That's a that's I got really. I felt this was good. close. This, this was, was close. close. Yeah, that's pretty close. Cl- closer than some, for sure. I mean, he w- ah. would, would go for Chrissy. I mean, he would have. He probably was trying. I mean, he double squeezed. Come on. Double squeeze. We'll get there. Yeah, okay. 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 All right. Okay. Let's my, get into my it. My powers are getting stronger. This is <laughs> <laughs> Janet's I'm really high com- school I'm really coming into my psychic voice now. You feel right. it? And that <laughs> voice is from Fresno. <laughs> <laughs> That mid-Atlantic region of Bakersfield, darling. <laughs> okay. All right. So this is happening, let's see, November 1977. Gosh, still? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. All right. We open on the kid's apartment. Okay. And Mr. Roper's fixing a lamp. Chrissy's uh, on the phone. Yeah. Jack's. 
Jack, we don't know where he's he is not yet. Right. Yeah, he's somewhere. Else. It's but but Helen's also there. Yeah, Helen's there, which is weird. Why is Helen there? To deliver some. Hilarious By the way, this is not okay. where the Pluto right. TV starts. Where does Pluto TV start? Yeah, it does. Yeah, Pluto TV good. for me started with Jack and I think Chrissy on the couch talking. What? Oh, weird. Did I watch the wrong episode? Janet's High School Sweetheart. Yeah, Janet's High School Sweetheart. Janet's High School Sweetheart. There's no... Huh. What? Okay. There's no Helen? And I knew it was weird because I knew we came in like mid-sentence to Jack and Chrissy as it was. But go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. Okay. Okay. So Roper's fixing their lamp. Mm -hmm. And Helen's wearing one of my favorite outfits of all Mm. time. Oh yeah, she tells you. I know. You know what? Go ahead. She's wearing a red and black caftan, like a vertical stripe kind of situation, and then she has on a huge black chunky necklace with that's like a black plastic, like that or whatever that kind of like resin material is, and then like uh, big chunky red hoop earrings. Yeah, I actually really thought this design. Yeah, I thought the design of this outfit was like more striking. It was so pared back in terms of that design, that graphic motif that she's usually just sporting something so insane. And this time, like it was like a real sort of like elevated, almost like like a minimalist remix. Yeah, almost chic. I was like, this is too sophisticated (laughs) for Helen. And then they had this conversation with the kids that I was like, oh my gosh, is everybody here five years old? And you're like, but these costumes are killing it this week. In fact, I will even go (laughs) a step further in this this opening scene where it's like, I think all the cast is in the, is in the big living room uh, in the beginning of this episode. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I really loved Janet's yeah. uh, outfit being the sort of inverse color wise of Christie's outfit. They were all like in shades of oh, black, yeah. tan and red, except for Stanley, who was wearing this really nice sort of cerulean blue cardigan. And I thought if you really just took on the mise-en-scene of this of this tableau oh. that they created color-wise. <laughs> now, it might be... Tucker just laughed like... <laughs> Listen to me. It may be the gummy no. I had earlier, but I am telling you, that was a gorgeous fashion <laughs> moment for Three's Company. It was beautiful. 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 beautiful Way to go. The best fashion corner we've ever good had. Good work. Right there. Okay. It was okay. a good one. Right. It was a good one. Okay. Okay. So... So they're all so, they're all there. They're all well in not tableau. Yet. Not yet. No, not yet. Okay, not Janet yet. hasn't come in yet. Okay. Chrissy's on the phone. Jack's out. All right. Roper electrocutes himself again. Again. Sure. Uh just complaining about how they use the wire. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you shouldn't bend it. You shouldn't bend it. And he's like, he shot him with that beautiful loud so sound effect. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> which is yeah. That's the sound electrocution. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, and, and and he did a wubba okay. wubba dance Absolutely. and the whole thing. And that, yeah. <laughs> and so this makes Jack come out 
mm-hmm. of the bathroom, and he's wearing his towel way up high. And it's a small towel. It's a shorty towel to start with, and he's wearing it at, like, it's, like diaphragm Which height. is such an interesting yeah. choice. It's fine. No worries. I know, right? Like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> No complaints. But no it complaints. was weird sure. and awkward anyway. Like what? Yeah, what? no judgment. It's it's fine. <laughs> you know, you so wear that towel where you want to. I don't care. It's just can yeah, we just talk about the fine. towel of it all? It's just you look a weird. little bit. He looked yeah. like yeah. he looked uncomfortable. And if he's uncomfortable, I'm uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what are we doing? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> But who was not uncomfortable was Helen. Helen wow. loves it. Loved wow. it. Helen w- could go for it all night. Yeah. She says, what's her joke? Stay out Stay of it. Out of it. Stay out of it, Stanley. He says, you just walk around like this in front of them? Yeah. Stay out of it, Stanley. Stay out of it, Stanley. And she says, and then Chrissy says something. She says, stay out of it, Chrissy. Because Jack yeah. is about to. And then Chrissy's Jack goes to lean him. down to get something. He was about to flash, flash everybody. Flash oh, yeah. 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 Right. It, was, it was good. And, yes, stay out of it, Chrissy. Yeah, it was real, Colin, a real crowd pleaser, that one. They went crazy mm-hmm. for it. It was. It was. Crowd, crowd loved, loved it. it. And this is when this is when Janet enters. Oh, uh, Looks like Happy. a whirlwind of hearts and like little cartoon birds. Totally. Yeah. Just on top of the world. Yeah. Cloud nine. Uh, because she's run into who? You'll never guess. I forgot his name. Peter, Peter Van, Van Horn. Horn. Peter Van Horn. This guy put his pin on every girl's chest in yeah. high school. They retired his pin. When he graduated. Okay, I have never wow. heard this, guy's this expression legendary. in my life. Also, like, what? No, what? Pin? What pin? What have you not? Have you not had to sit through "Bye Bye Birdie" when there's the whole song about Diddy Pin the Pin on? I haven't seen that, that whole song. Oh no! Oh, oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> this is when I reveal myself to be a terrible gay. Listen. <laughs> I just assumed. See, I'm a terrible person because I was like, "Of course you have. I know of course you've seen it." And Margaret, correct? Um, yes, and Margaret. Okay. There it is. There it is. No, what's a pin? Um, yeah, that's a whole. It was like a, a class pin, like a class ring, but it was like a class pin. Did you have a ring as like well? Up until the '50s, and then class rings. No, then rings got popular oh, like in the fifties again okay, or something. Okay. Like it started maybe. I don't know if that's okay. a pin. So you would like take your pin. Some places held on and, to pins and, 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 and yeah. put it on the crest of a of a enamor. Yes, and they would proudly wear your pin. That you would go up to them and say, "Excuse me, my lady. I pin. Might thee. I pin these thine breasts <laughs> with that? Doth doth thou metal?" Pin. <laughs> I don't know. Something Did you guys like ever do anything like that? Like, like give somebody something of yours? I listen, couldn't master the language, obviously. Listen to this. Okay, so I... Listen to this. Listen to this. <laughs> I said, I wanted a class ring really, really, really badly. But huh. the class ring, I know, it doesn't seem like something I would be no. into. But I really wanted one because I thought they were so pretty. But... My parents were like, well, we're, we don't think that's really that necessary, so you can pay for it if you want one. So I found in the back of Seventeen magazine, you could send in for nineteen ninety five and get a silver ring that looks like a class ring, but it just said, like, 
high school, 1995. No! Oh, no. <laughs> and I ordered it and I wore it and I loved it because I was frugal. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. That was my classroom. Yeah, high school 95. High school. <laughs> also, my my high school class, high we school. had to, like, choose our prom theme for the seniors. Like, the juniors throw the prom for the seniors, you know? And we took a big vote, and we voted for the prom theme for the seniors, and it was prom 94. Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Awesome. Yeah, what? we were great. That is such a Gen X thing to do. High school that 95. That is such a Gen X thing to do. <laughs> not even, not even. It's just everything's a phone in. Ah, just, yeah, yeah. Phone it in. Gives a shit. Didn't care. Didn't care. But I did. I think I did exchange that ring with with some some. You know, uh, what do you call men that court you? Oh yeah, yeah. Some quarters. Some quarters. I don't think that's right. <laughs> Suitors. That's the word. You know, that would actually be a really... Did you do that? Some gentlemen callers. That would be a great prom theme today. Prom 94. Uh Uh-huh. 94. That's awesome. I bet they've done it. Oh, I'm sure. Now, this is... I got to get myself on a prom Now, this is a a weird (laughs) sort of coincidence, but I, too, had a auspicious high school friend named Keith Van Horn... Uh, where I went to high school, and oh. he ended up playing professional NBA basketball and won a championship with the, I want to say, the Boston Celtics. Oh. Keith Van Horn, very popular player, wow. yes, in the late 90s. I would say mid to late 90s wow. and into the 2000s, yes. And uh, he did not wow. come to our 25th high school reunion. Uh, if you're out there, Keith Van Horn, you suck, bro. You suck. <laughs> Sorry. If you're out there, Keith, and you love Three's Company, <laughs> this is a podcast for you. <laughs> Poor Keith Van Horn right now is like, I, I was really enjoying this. I love this. It's <laughs> what? He, I thought He hates me. He hates me. Oh, I didn't know he hated me. <laughs> Did you do any any so like sad. class ringing or like no? I barely had pinning it. on I had anyone. No class <laughs> you didn't have any high school girlfriends uh, that you put the pin on. You know, I had a couple girlfriends, but Did you I give was them your rarely sweater? in high school. I feel like that's the move when we were in high school. Was you gave people your sweater? A sweater? Yeah. Uh, or your jacket? Yeah, I don't. Like I mean, your, I'm sure at some point someone was wearing someone's jacket. That's cute. Oh, you exchanged jackets. It was, you know, I was just like, let's move in together. You know, it was like, I was. (laughs) Let's move in together. I was living with people. (laughs) Mine was a strange time. My (laughs) high school years were weird. Yeah, I guess if you're living together, you're not. I left home when I was 16. Right, right. Well, yeah, it's a lot. Oh, this story, is fascinating. But I went it's a whole different places, ended up in. Well, hopefully know, we can go down that road if we ever have a people. sort of. He, he hopped freight trains for a oh, while. Oh, yeah. I lived as. I was a hobo. <laughs> I was a teenage hobo. I was a teenage hobo, <laughs> so, too. Weren't a lot of pins going around. Not a lot well, of Well, now I feel sergeants. stupid with my frivolous high school 95 <laughs> ring. High school 95. <laughs> High school 95. <laughs> oh, Plastic emerald uh, right in the middle. 
Loved it. I wanted to keep it forever just so I had proof of it and I lost Aww. it. That's so sad. I could probably order another one. It's probably with one of those suitors. Nah. Okay, where were He's we? Like, What's happening? You can leave, but I'm keeping, I'm keeping high this ring. Well, well, we had a bit of big fashion okay. moment. Uh, Janet's come home. She grabbed that vase off of that weird corner. Because Peter she ran into Peter Van, Van Horn. Horn. That's he was why. the most popular. He was the quarterback. Right. He was the uh, he was the smoothest dancer in the whole school. Who was the, the smoothest, smoothest dancer, dancer in your school? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't either. But in, in elementary school, though, there were a couple break dancers. Nice. They were, they were badass. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. They were like, you know, I thought they were big kids. They were like sixth graders. <laughs> I mean, at that time, you know, those are the big kids. Yeah. yeah when I was little. in like second grade. So to me, they were yeah, adults. Yeah, they were big you know, kids. Seventh grader with chin hair. Like, that's an Okay, adult. so. Yeah. So Janet, Janet reveals that she had a huge crush on Peter Van Horn and yeah. that she ran into him somehow that day. Yeah. She just ran into him in downtown LA. Yeah. <laughs> As you do. Yeah. And when she's from Speedway, Indiana. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. She runs into Peter Van Horn downtown and they're going to, they're going to meet up that evening mm-hmm. for coffee or something. or something. What does that To which mean? Jack responds with his, with his, what's the something? And he does his, uh, his like pervert thing. Yeah. He does, where he sucks his cheeks yeah, in. That weird know? breathing. Yeah, that's what that he always does for pervert. Breathing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's that's so gross. So weird. I can't even try to do it. I don't like it. <laughs> so weird. Especially just audio. It's good. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Gross, you guys. Uh, okay. Okay. Anyway, this well, is pervert shtick. Mrs. Roper is totally caught up in it. Mrs. Roper loves it. Oh, yeah. the story. But she doesn't want to leave. Stanley wants to I leave. I got the weirdest yeah. feeling. Stanley wants to leave. Listening to all this dialogue, like, I was like, is this story going to get better? Like, it was the most basic I remember no. this guy from high school story you've ever heard in your life. So did you know him? Yeah. No. Did he know you? No. But he was hot. No. <laughs> this is not her high school sweetheart. No. No. And they even say in the episode, well, I wouldn't exactly call him my sweetheart. Yeah. And I'm like, well, then why did they name the episode that exactly. then, Janet? Bill Hoban. Why is it Bill Hoban's fault? He didn't Listen, write it. Listen, we needed no, a title. this was written by a That's woman. That's what I said. Janet's high school sweetheart. And so, it works. You, did, you tuned in, didn't you? Uh, <laughs> we straighten it up in the first scene straighten That's it right me. out says I wouldn't exactly call it a sweetheart it's all settled you got, That's you what got Hobans. that's what happens <laughs> like, I the did, old Hoban and I, rule yeah, and I, and I totally did high school sweetheart mm-hmm. yep. Fine. Um, so then it just kind of goes to later well, right. it's later, and Janet's getting ready for him to come over yeah, for she's coffee in a row, or something. And she's super nervous about the date. Which I assume is like Netflix or chill. Yeah. And chill. Shit. Did I say it wrong? Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> wow. Netflix or die or something like that. Netflix or people, too. I'm like, that's not how that goes. 
I thought it was interesting when she came out in that, <clears throat> what does Chrissy call it? Like an almost Halston dress? Almost Halston. That was really cute. Yeah. Um, and I really, you know, it's funny because like I only, I don't remember this episode, but I remember Janet in that blue dress from when I was a kid because she was wearing that choker. Yeah. Which and her hair was up, mm-hmm. and I was like, Janet looks really pretty. And I remember thinking back when I was a kid, like, oh, mm-hmm. one day I'm gonna dress up just like you know, and look really nice like that. And I was really excited. I don't know why, because yeah. I think it was such a departure from how Janet generally looks, which is very kind mm-hmm. of frumpy and not fun. And then when I saw her Tater like sacky. cleaned up, I was like, oh. Janet's glamour. Like we're all hiding like a glamour puss underneath. I was very excited. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. Oh my God. Um, I, I, I was very thrown off by her lack of bra. uh Like that was distracting to me. I mean, there was a lot of nipple. That was very distracting. Um, And it was like this, that fabric just a lot of nipple work in these scenes. That fabric was very clingy. Like it, it left nothing. Yeah, it was it was very unforgiving, you know, very unforgiving. <laughs> this is interesting, right? I mean, like, do the girls? I, I it, it was not wearing a bra, not a thing at this point, or was it a uh, was it in the culture? Was it because I feel like that? Yeah, I think I feel like was, that was common. It was at a this more point. braless time. It was a more braless time. I mean, I wasn't alive yet, but in my <laughs> early years, yeah. I remember it being a more braless time. Fascinating. Yeah, even in the. You know, the next couple of years, I almost, and especially in, on TV, yeah, in media. I, I yeah, I think it's really interesting because we saw, like, remember that that naked back of that girl in the one episode where Stanley goes to the real estate scam, right? And I was really blown away by right. like <laughs> that was a good that one. was a good one, and I was really blown away by the nudity then. But like even now, like some of the wardrobe choices, I'm like, wow, like that's really kind of risque in a way, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, um, um, I did want to mention a couple things. Yeah. Before she comes out in the blue, mm-hmm. in the nipple suit, uh, when she's still in the robe, she reveals that she went to prom with Stevie Gilmore. I, right. I believe we should keep track of these things. Stevie Gilmore, yeah. Uh, she went to prom with Stevie Gilmore, and they won Brightest Couple or something. Right. They both brightest both, Smile. Brightest Smiles. Because they both they had braces. And, uh, and Jack tells her that she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And she's like, why didn't you ever tell me this before? And he says, well, he goes, you know, I'm living here with you girls. I just, I can't even think of you like that. You guys are just like a couple of lumpy boys. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> that was really great. Yeah, I didn't want to, I didn't want to forget that. Lumpy couple boys. Couple of lumpy boys. Couple of lumpy boys. <laughs> I'm going to call you that. I'm not liking this turn at all. (laughs) I mean, I didn't mean just you. (laughs) Just me. Painting me with that. I mean, both of you. Paint me with that color too. Well, 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 well. She's calling just me a couple of (laughs) lumpy. Oh man, that's what it's come to now. Okay, Okay. so lumpy boy. So Peter arrives, and that's when she comes out in her. Her beautiful outfit mm-hmm. and her and her necklace that's She's out in her nipples. It's her nipples, okay. Yeah, right. Peter's interesting. And, uh, Peter. Oh, when 
Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, in the, what about Tell Peter? Us about Peter? What do you think about Peter? Well, he was played by actor John Ellerick, um, who is known mm-hmm. for uh, his part in the in the movie Earthquake, which was really big in '74. That was like a big movie. And then yeah. he was also on the Bionic Woman, the Six Million Dollar Mad, and an episode of Chips. And also on Quincy oh, wow. M.E. in 1980, which is when... <gasps> One of my favorite shows of all time. Really? Yes. Oh, she loves Quincy. I love Quincy M.E. But what's interesting is that by 1983, actor John Elric just stops. There's no more credits after that. He just left. <gasps> Did he die? Left the business. No, no, no. He's not really? dead. He's still alive, evidently. And... Uh, Oh. Yeah, because he gets followed on um, one of the shows that he did was hold on a second, not Marcus Welby. Paddington's like this. Yeah. Basically, oh, it's six million dollar uh, lady, I guess. And there's like sort of a um, cult fan base and so that's how he's sort of known and remembered uh but yeah after 83 no more credits he he left the biz and i thought he actually did a pretty good job on the show this week interesting i did too i thought he he did great yeah we should have got him on here he was an unlikable patty kins but yeah yeah i mean what's what's he doing and also no we should get him as long as he's not at some uh bionic woman Casting uh, also has a thing for super tall guys. Convention. Yeah. Yeah. He was a giant. He wasn't. He's big. Okay, so. <clears throat> right, okay, so Peter Van Horn shows up. That's what we I wonder if he played Bigfoot or something on one of those shows. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> that happened back then. Yeah. There's a bionic man, I think, with, the, with, with Bigfoot. That's, That's awesome. Like, okay. There's an incredible Hulk. With Bigfoot, I think. Yeah, that sounds you know, right. It happened. Remember how big? It was a thing that happened. Bigfoot was. Yeah. There's like was a team with Bigfoot. Wow. Yeah. It was just a character. Yeah. That People up. loved yeah. Bigfoot. Yeah. People star. loved Bigfoot. Yeah. I love Bigfoot. Oh, Tucker loves Bigfoot. <laughs> just it's all because of that stuff. Yeah, it's that. Yeah, it's kid. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway. Okay, uh, so so he finally shows up. Peter Van Horn finally shows yeah. up. He comes in. He takes he Chrissy's hand. Takes Chrissy's hand. And he holds her her elbow here. There. And he does the double squeeze. Double squeeze. We're when, showing Maddie. Says, <laughs> I can see it. And he says, "It's very, very nice to meet you." Ugh. His, I now I, there's very and there's very. I was creeped His out. Very was a very strong. Peter Van Horn was creepy from the start for me. Before yeah. we were even supposed to be like, "Oh, this guy's creepy." He I was, was like, "I don't know. He's all, he's all tall and creepy." Mm-hmm. I didn't like him. Well, he was already coming on to Chrissy. Yeah, don't like him. He was just immediately sleazy. Like he would just, he just had that yeah. like yeah. seventies. He dude. sleezed right in. He's like, yeah, he's mm-hmm. like just greasy, like a rat. Like he's just radish. Oh, Real dragon cheap. pizza down the stairs. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So and, and so Chrissy tells Jack, or does she even? She says she can't stand it. Well, they go to the, they leave to go to the Regal Beagle, right? Right. And they get outside, They're and outside. Jack's like, "Oh, he seems like a nice guy," and Chrissy's like, "I can't stand him." Right. And then and we then go we go to commercial, commercial and, and it's like off Jack's like. 
in, like crazy inquisitive face like what what why why would she say like, that oh huh? i'm not getting it <laughs> i'm a man I mean, what is it i don't know this the shit. mugging on this show it's just so crazy it's like everything's a spit take <laughs> oh yeah yeah oh it's great everything so we come back and we're at the Regal Beagle. Or do we have any ads you wanted to talk about? Uh, yes. No, I didn't. Do we have anything you wanted to sing or anything? <laughs> no, I can't okay. think of anything. Back from commercial then. Okay. Regal Beagle. Chrissy and Jack are in the booth. Uh, and he, she's, she's trying to tell him why he's creepy. And they do the thing that I, we just showed Matteo. And right. she shows how he did that. And yeah. she calls it the double squeeze. Yeah, and you squeeze the hand and the elbow. Yeah, at the same time. but she goes off, and then that the very has very strange. Yeah, she has this really insane way of talking for some reason, where I was so annoyed. I was like, "What is happening?" And John Ritter is literally bashing his head into the table. He's so annoyed himself, and I was like, <laughs> right. what, "What are we doing? What is happening right now?" Yeah. And you only get the full scope of it when you return to this joke at the end of the episode. Then you know why right. we're going down this very terrible right. road. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, and uh, oh, and they they in that in that scene they role play so that he's gonna be Chrissy right. and so she can be Peter. Yes. And he makes all those dumb faces. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? Crowd <laughs> loved it. This is the thing. Like, is it fair for me to have an opinion of how stupid something is when it so clearly works? This is why I am a terrible Mm. comic. (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) No idea what the people want. Hey, listen. (laughs) The people want Larry the Cable Guy. So if you don't have an opinion on that, you know, just as an example, that's what the people want. The people want it. So I would not cater to what the people want. Yeah. If I were you. I would prefer not to do what the people want in general. That's oh, Larry that's the Cable the, Guy. Okay. I got confused with Larry Dallas. Yeah, Larry the Oh, oh no, 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 no. If Larry Dallas was what the people Let's wanted, see, we'd all know. be sitting back. Yeah, yeah. that's what I say. <laughs> yeah, Larry yeah. Dallas. Oh Give God. us our Larry Dallas. That's true. We're not going to see him Larry. for a while. God damn it. Okay. okay. Double squeeze, blah, blah, blah. We go back to the apartment. Janet and Peter, he is They're trying to get it on. He, Yeah, he is just sleazeballing right all over, all over the couch. Yeah, and every oh, time we come gross. back all over Janet. to the apartment, like one more of his buttons is unbuttoned. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He's he's sleazeballing. Yeah. He's totally turning just into like a wet all this, ball of sleaze. All this yeah. man, what do you call it? cleavage? Man cleavage. Mm-hmm. Man cleavage. Meavage. 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 A lot of meavage. Meavage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah, Mrs. Roper comes in, and Janet kind of hints to Mrs. Roper, like, "Hey, don't go." Oh wait, we missed. Uh, but not enough. We didn't even discuss the fact that he like threw her on the floor. Oh, has that already happened? Yeah, he like threw the pillows off the couch. Oh yeah, uh, moves that, the table. You know moves the table. That little thing where he takes the pillows away and does like she loves me, she loves me not, or whatever he was saying. Oh, that's that's the next. Scene oh, was that the next yeah. scene? J.K. Wait, yeah, because yeah, they come the back scene. and she's got him all stacked up. 
Oh, I as a blockade. I wonder if I remember. Maybe I don't remember that part. Well, this yeah, this is he just tosses her to the floor, and that's when Mrs. Roper yeah, he comes like, in. They're having wine or whatever, and he picks up the table and moves it, throws the pillows down, and then throws her on the floor. And like lays, lays down, down with, with her. her. And then right then the doorbell rings, so she's able to like slip out God. and get to the door, and it's Mrs. Roper. I again yeah, like what was happening in the seventies? Like I just feel like were right? women just in trouble left and right? Like it's yes. it's, yeah. it's really yes. alarming to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, it's happening. It's very alarming. Um so he this Mrs. Is, Roper This is a lighter look at it. Yeah. This is a more fun version. The lighter side of rape, I guess. When he meets Mrs. Roper, he does the same line that he did when he met, when he ran into Janet. Or when he met with the fingers. Like when he meets Mrs. Roper, he does that. He like uses his bit on Mrs. Roper. So Mrs. Roper's just enamored. Yeah. Uh, And we also, I mean, we know that he's, uh, he's real dumb. Yeah. Um, He's misquoting things. Do we then, know that you know, yet? I thought that was in the next scene with the pillows. When he oh, quotes. I don't know when that comes up. Yeah, I remember that. When, it was really weird. Right. Um, yeah. It's, and Janet tries to get tries to get Helen to stay to like yeah, have a drink she or does. something. She like kinda hints at it, but Helen's like caught up in her own fantasy. But at that point, she's like, like, I gotta get out of here. Man, if you just stop to think about this, this is why you can't do this with this show. Like, if Janet was that uncomfortable and Mrs. Roper came over, that's a perfect opportunity to say, well, good night, friend. Uh, Things didn't work Mm -hmm. out quite as well. I I forgot my neighbor was coming over. I mean, there's so many ways to play this where you can just get out of it. But she seems intense. No, so I'm like, what? What are the. What is the. Which way are we going here, kids? That's the thing. Yeah. It feels like she's like half hinting, Ugh. but not really saying anything. Right, right. Okay, so then we go to the Regal Beagle. Regal Beagle, they're at the booth. They're arguing about how to check in on her. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They got to figure out how to check in on her. And so they decide they should call and that Jack should disguise his voice. He should have an accent. Yeah. She says, make an accent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as he's already dialed. He's yeah. got it up to it. He's like, what should my her voice be like? What should my disguise be? And she says, make an make accent. Make an accent. Which she we says, have make an number. accent. Ha! <laughs> the kids. Oh, yeah. The, the kids, kids in 201. Number. Yeah. The kids in 201 over there at that website that we love so much. Yeah. They watched this enough to figure out the phone number of the apartment. No. So the number that, yeah, the number that Jack calls is 337-1564. Interesting. Now, at that time, the area codes were probably small enough so that it's a 213 area code, which is uh, Los Angeles's original area code. Mm. Ah. We should all get that tattoo. What? The phone number? number? Wow. To the Three's Company apartment. We can get it super tiny. Yeah. And then we'll do 8675309 right underneath it. No, we (laughs) won't. Yeah. Okay. So he disguises his voice. And but she, he just kind of is like, hello. Hello. And then he kind of does a southern thing. A but southern then ultimately accent. she knows it's him. Yeah. And he's like, oh, hi, Janet. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great that she knows it's him. I love yeah. it. Of course. Of course. 
<laughs> so uh, then we go back to the apartment. That's when Janet has like all the throw pillows yeah. stacked next to her. As when kind she's of a barrier. again missed her chance to signal for help. Right. Right. <laughs> Somehow. And uh, I guess she just feels like she can handle it. Yeah, I well. Guess. Um, so then he comes at her again. And he works his way through the pillows. Through the pillows. I thought yeah. that was a great bit, and by he, the way. Loved it. That was mm-hmm. a good bit. And he quotes poetry wrong. And that's when we're like, oh, he's a fucking idiot. So yeah, we're, but, we're, but, we're but, like, but, oh, but Janet, you know, she just. It's like, not as scary now, though, because yeah. we know he's an idiot. Yeah. So uh, it softens the blow a little bit. It does. To me, for me. I guess. Because I'm really uncomfortable for Janet at this point. Yeah. And then he chases her into the bedroom. Uh-huh. And then there's like a like a dissolve, isn't there? And then Jack and Chrissy come in. I think it goes to commercial. Is there a commercial there? Yeah. I think it does. Yeah. Because I do remember so they stopped to sell some legs or something. Yeah, they sell some legs, pantyhose, uh-huh. and some cocoa puffs or whatever. Because right. she, because right before the commercial, <laughs> oh my gosh, I love those. Uh, just a little Gina Tay splash, a little Gina Tay. Um, little Gina Tay, I love it. Because before he goes, she goes into the room and then like closes the door on him, and he's like all like grumpy that he didn't get in, and then we cut to commercial, right? Right, that's it. Yes. Yes. And then when yes. we come that's back, it. Janet and Chrissy come into an empty apartment. Jack and Chrissy, yeah. Jack and Chrissy come in. And it's like the, a little bit later. Like we assume that it's later. Yeah. yeah. And but the door is shut the to the bedroom shut. and yeah. the place is kind of in disarray. Yeah. Right. There's like things thrown about. Yeah. Um, and then Janet emerges <laughs> from the bedroom. Which is really funny. <laughs> Which, all disheveled. She's all disheveled. disheveled, and and like you think she's gonna be like, oh no, you know, uh-huh. and she's all disheveled. And she just comes out and slams the door and says, oh hi. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That was great. I like it. <laughs> and then she and the explains it. Yeah, but the look on I, it was Chrissy who she saw first, or no, no, Janet. Wait, no, no, she saw Jack first. And yeah. says that line. And then Chrissy comes in after that. And she's like, oh, God, what happened? They're so yeah. mortified by the idea. And I'm like, isn't that why you went to the Regal Beagle? Like, so Janet could. Yeah, wasn't that? So this could right. take yeah. care of some business. Yeah. <laughs> God. But uh, it turns out she tells him that Peter chased her in there. And uh, eventually he fell and hit his head on the now broken end, end table, co- end end table. Yeah. and uh, has knocked himself out. Yeah. And she put his head on a pillow and gave him an ice pack. Which, really, Janet? Really? really? I know. This guy has physically like, assaulted you at this point this and ripped your clothing off. Yeah. What it I to mean, be. she looks like she was... <laughs> Manhandled, like yeah. just like ah. mauled by an animal. Yeah, yes. yeah. she's been assaulted. It's so been unsettling. Assaulted. It's, so unso- it's just so unsettling. Oh. Yeah, God. it's crazy. Okay, so right about that point, Jack decides he's going to go in and bring him to, so he can knock him back out. Yeah, that's the plan. But Peter yeah. wakes up. But Peter wakes up, so he doesn't have to bring him to. Yeah, and Janet says, "I'll take care of it. You guys go to the kitchen." Yeah. 
And she says, I've been doing pretty good so far, haven't oh, I? Oh, yeah, We're Janet? Like, really? Have you? Have you been doing good? You look a mess. You look a mess. Also, uh, like, what do you mean? Like, you don't need help because for the with, for the yeah. sexual predator in your apartment? Right, I the assailant take, is right. still I would, there. I would take the assist, girl. <laughs> so he yeah. comes out, and at this point, he just, like, oh. resumes assaulting her. Yeah. He's just yes. like, all right, your hard-to-get act has won me over. Great. I'm yours. And this is the part I told Tucker, this part made me super uncomfortable when he backs her up to the couch and she doesn't even like use her arms to defend herself. She's just like flailing. She's just flopping like a fish. And I'm like, yeah. well, she's not even like pushing him away or anything. She's yeah. just like, I can't do anything. It made me really uncomfortable. Yeah. I didn't yeah. like it. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay, everybody. This Peter guy just won't take a hint. Yeah, this Peter guy won't take a hint. And they no. couldn't come up with any like plausible business for Janet to be doing to get the physical gags going, except to her to flail without using her arms. Yeah, that's all they Which could is, think it's of. It's so it's easy like, to do. Give her it's something the, to do. They could have done the old like medallion gets stuck in her earring situation and then jack walks in they he you know and knocks the guy out even though they're only mm-hmm. stuck by accident you know it's like where, where's that where's right, that, right. that like we don't it. need that but yeah. no like it's no. very clearly like janet fending off a sexual predator with man cleavage <laughs> yeah. yeah yep oh my god okay and uh finally chrissy and jack come out and Chrissy says, can't you take a hint or whatever? Mm-hmm. She's not interested and, like, puts her arm around Janet. And so then he assumes they're lesbians. Does right. he? That's yeah. what he yeah. yeah. He's yeah. like, oh, well, this makes sense now. It he's couldn't like, possibly be him. Roommate. You two roommates sharing share everything. everything. And, but that's uh, what I, I – because well, when he said that, then I was like, oh, he means like a man. Like he thinks maybe she's like coming in to – I don't know. It was no. so confusing uh, to me because like I couldn't right. bear the thought of like that's what we're – that's what the joke is, that Janet and Chrissy are lesbians. <laughs> it makes no sense. <laughs> no. It makes no sense, but it's also exactly what a guy like that would think. Yeah. Ah, uh, no wonder she's not interested but, in Yeah, me. no wonder she's, she's not into me. Uh, day, sad, but day, day. The sad truth of it. Um, lesbians. And then, uh, so anyway, <laughs> they they show him the door, and Jack uh, gets to help him with his jacket, and he oh, like, yeah. instead kicks his Kicks his butt on the way out the door. It was that very classic kicking somebody out move. Where uh-huh. You like get their arms behind him and then like shove him with your foot. Oh, and he just that's like, so and he classic. Just, and he runs out of there like heads above, hands above his head, like like you know, like like oh, a yeah. chimpanzee circus performer. He's been tossed from the place. It's like oh yeah. my god. That was that was and, definitely uh, a Bill Hoban big exit. Big Bill Hoban exit. <laughs> you want to let the panicans get a good exit. Well, then there's a tag scene. There's the tag. That's the end. Oh, oh right. The ropers. No, they do the whole. Jack says, ah, I'm, I'm disappointed in myself or whatever. 
And she says, why? And he goes, well, I should have, I should have known all along that he was a double squeezer. Oh yeah. He does all the Chrissy oh, stuff. There, there it is. And, and then, then the joke yeah. from and earlier. Whole, mm-hmm. What's that yeah. called again? The whole, you know, I'm gonna, I, I know it's not called a reach around guys. Call that? <laughs> call back. Yeah. A call back. The old, is it called the old the old reach, reach around? But, this, but reach this, around. this particular like <laughs> bit of dialogue where like you mis-explain the thing that was explained to you earlier, it's such an old structure for a joke. And I, uh-huh. honestly, it's so funny to watch it here. I'm like, man, like how old are these joke structures? But like, this is 40 yeah. years. I, I've seen that one a million times. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. For sure. Also, the entire episode a million times. So, you know. This episode. Oh, wait. Well, before we go to the, to the wind coming. down, let's. De- oh, we yeah, do. there's okay. a tag scene. There's yeah, the tag scene. Maybe. So know. the tag scene is in the Roper's apartment. And they're talking about. It's, it's uh, Helen and Stanley talking about Janet's date. And. He says, Stanley says, say what you want about me, but I'd never force myself on a woman. <laughs> oh, my God. And then that. I, uh, because say what you want me, but I'm no rapist. Well, we can say you're a peeping Tom Stanley as That's in true. this week's opening, which is so weird. It is weird. And it's also, thank there. God for the internet now that because that really put a stop to flashers and peeping toms, didn't it? Right. Because that used to be a big thing back about in the day. It so much, yeah. Yeah. I, you got to think it's the internet. Have you ever seen a flasher in, in real life? <sighs> no, 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 no. I don't yeah. think so. Yeah. I I mean, I can't decide if those people are like flashers or because they didn't have like a trench coat. You know, that what? whole bit. It wasn't like it wasn't like that like coming in with like a like woohoo flasher <laughs> kind of thing. But I've had I've been like in public p- places and had men be like, hey hey, and whip their dick out. Ew. Ew. That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. I saw Flasher flash two girls walking in the park when I was like eight years old. And I was just like so upset because I wanted to go beat them up. But I was eight. So Uh, weird because it's like, it's such an upsetting feeling because you're like, you didn't really do anything to me. Right. Really. (laughs) But yet you did kind of like, it's just so, it's such a weird feeling. Right. Wow. Now that we've discovered, or discovered, discovered now that we've, now now that we've, we've discovered flashing, dissected flashing. Uh, anywho, okay. He establishes that he would never rape anyone. Right, we all she makes jokes about it. Yeah, <laughs> that's the end of the show. Does she make an imp- impotence joke? Um, I mean, I don't know. This week, thankfully, not. But oh man. well, she does. She does offer that he should rip her clothes off and throw her on the bed. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's just a suggestion. Boy. It's just a suggestion now. Yeah. I don't know. I'm uh, very scared of 70 sex. Like, I just feel like I'm glad I didn't have to be there for that because it seems insane. It seems like yeah, there's like it lots of violence. Scary. It sounds really there's scary. A lot of, and I'm there's a lot of just body hair and violence. Mm-hmm. No consent. 
just yeah, there's no everyone's consent. drunk. Oh God, what a terrible time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Any Hooters. Uh, <laughs> well, right. overall, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this episode like gosh, another two Dominomini Vu episodes. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Two out of like ten. It, like this one it was made just, me ooh. too uncomfortable to get any more Dominomini Vu's than that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's probably a two. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I feel like we rest on a two a lot. So maybe I don't it should know, be like go, a one and a half. Go like, you think so? You're going way down? Out of five? Is that where we are? Is this a five To me, the bottom end has been like the dog episode where that got one. So I was, I'm oh, not okay. sure it's quite yeah. as bad as the dog episode. but <laughs> No, I'm going to give it one and three quarter star because I'm going to go on. Um, okay. What was that show? You know when they said three quarter star? No. Oh, you know, Star Search. Oh. Star Search, yeah, when they would do like and one and one dark, quarter guys. star. <laughs> three or three quarter star. Oh my God, Ed McMahon. Yeah, I'm going to give it one and three quarter star. God, was uh, Ed McMahon never not drunk on television? I mean, I don't know. Whoa. Do we have any current references? I don't think any of us have anything. Well, we are doing a Three's Company podcast. I know, so. but Quincy M.E. and now Star Search, I just. Okay. All right, Man, you're right. Taking it old school. We're a classic TV. Very classic people. people. Very classic, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Okay. I, okay. Okay. All right. So next episode, what does Madame Matilda say? Madame Matilda, <laughs> get out your crystal balls. Here they are. Next in week's, my hand. <laughs> next week's episode is called Jack's Uncle. Well, come on. <laughs> Give him a challenge. Something. Come what on, what happens with his uncle? Uh, first of all, this is weird that we're seeing somebody from Jack's family show up. I'm kind of excited to see who plays his uncle. Like, is it like a mm-hmm. Paddykins of notes? That would be really fun. Mm, um, okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, I'd, I'd love to know who that is. Like, if it, it'd be great if it was somebody like Rip Torn. Uh, yeah. Oh God. Okay. That would be great. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say that uh, the uncle needs money and he's just passing through town and he's got an opportunity that he's trying to sell Jack. Oh. He's kind of a deadbeat uncle, huh? He loves his uncle and the girls have to try to talk him out of it. And then they get the ropers involved in talking Jack out of it. And at the last minute, like, he's able to get his money back somehow. That's my prediction. Oh, that's pretty good. Okay. That's, that's a whole episode. That's a that's whole episode. That's a great episode. episode. Like, I love it. That's actually a good episode. <laughs> yeah. We'll write it. Okay. I'll, I'll have to is, write this all To down. me, the all-time best <laughs> cameo, one ep- like one or two episode story arc of Visitor Paddykins is Tom Hanks on Family Ties when he plays yeah. drunk oh. Uncle Kip. Oh, yes. Woo. and then him and so Alex good. have that conversation in the kitchen, and you're just like, Yeah, oh my god, how you, so good. <laughs> <laughs> doing family ties with Max. That's what I'm saying. Uh, that's a good one. I love family ties. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Dick it. Van Dyke on the Golden Girls, wanted, but I'll take Uncle oh! Kevin any day. I wanted family ties, I wanted that to be boy. my life. 
I thought it was my life. I thought that was my family. They lived in Columbus. Their house looked like ours. It's like, I want this my name my was family. Jennifer. My oh my gosh, that's right. Like, it was totally my family. Day. I was like, yeah, oh, okay. This is what everybody's like. Yeah. Mm. Too bad. I want a dad that works for PBS. Right? That's the one thing. <sighs> Shit. Oh, wow. Well. What, what was the theme song? What oh. would we do, baby, without us? Without us. What would we do, baby, without us? And there ain't no nothing we can love each other through. I can't do it. What would we do, baby? <laughs> That's like a Mariah level note. Yeah, it's like I can't whistle tone. I'm sorry. Such yeah, a that was great, guys. Woo. That was really good. That's how we're going to end every episode from now on. We're going to sing this family <laughs> type song. Oh, my God. And then, and then we'll end the episode. Now, do you know, do you know that we have an autographed, we have an autographed um, picture of Stephen and Elise Of Stephen and Elise Keith. Keith It's only autographed by Michael Gross. But... It hangs in our wow. kitchen. It's like a, yeah, we have it up like a family photo. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I love Michael Gross. What was Meredith Baxter Bernie? Of course. Meredith Baxter Bernie. Meredith. Meredith Baxter. Meredith Baxter. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she got divorced from Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Meredith Baxter. Oh, okay. Interesting. Didn't yeah. she? Then she came out. And then she came out. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Came out. I think so. Yeah, I believe so. Did we just out Meredith Baxter? Oh, God. Look it up. Oh, my God. Oh, no. She's a a lesbian? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I hope so. I hope so, too. We'll just cut all this off. We'll just end it. We'll just end it. (laughs) With the family ties. That'll be the end. That's fine. That's fine. Okay, bye. This is section.